So what do you think of when you hear the words, you're all caught up? Who sang it to me? Instagram. Oh, I've never heard that before. You must follow so many people. I don't. Lately, when I'm scrolling mindlessly through Instagram, Mm -hmm. just trying to compare myself to others, Mm -hmm. see what's going on in the world, look at everybody's Mm -hmm. highlight reel, I'm just getting, you're all caught up. You've seen all of the content for the past two days. Um, That's a lot. Do you spend hours and hours on it? I really don't. I think that... You follow 10 people. I follow like 400 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that more people are doing stories than are putting in the actual feed. Yeah. So I want people to keep doing feeds. I feel like the f- people look at feeds like a tattoo. Yeah. Like it's a little more permanent. You have right? to really mm-hmm. believe in it. Well, your stories are like flash tattoos. <laughs> You can wash those bitches up anytime you want to. That is such a good metaphor. <laughs> um, so I just don't like seeing that you're all caught up. It does make me feel like a loser, like I've been on Instagram too long. Well, do you feel like you should be following more people then? Like, let me go follow these yeah, other things but, so I can like see more content. But then I do try to keep Instagram to like people that I know in real life, <laughs> IRL. I don't necessarily look at that. Look at it that way. I know you don't. You follow hella accounts. I don't know if it's that many more than you do. Yes, yeah, I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. What you? Well, how's life today? You wearing a turtleneck? Don't tell me about my outfits. I'm trying to stay incognito. You okay? look like a ninja. You're very stealthy. <laughs> you follow seven. No, you follow five hundred and seventy-seven uh, accounts. And you are what? I follow 481. That's really not that much more. No, it isn't. But I think that I, um, I follow more meme pages mm-hmm. um, that are more scandalous. I love funny. it when I'm LOLing at a meme and Aaron asks me what's funny. Or Charlotte. And it's just really hard to explain. <laughs> right. You know? Here's what mommy's laughing at, Charlotte. Yes. Let me show you. Um, so I was thrown Wait, let me see. Wait. My name is Kai. And this is Allison. And this is The Gripe. Where we tell you just how to get along better in the world yeah. with other people. Right. Yeah. You know, really it's, an, are... it's an hour of, of getting out some frustration, mm-hmm. you know, some oral laughing. frustration. Some, some laughing. <laughs> some light humor. Um, back to the Insta. Did you notice that they moved the icons? Mm-mm. Am I crazy? Yeah, probably. Because well, I th- feel this like... This is already established. What do you mean? Um, go to your feed. Okay. I'm like, I'm currently looking at my feed, everyone. Uh, see, my icons, the heart and the the message thing, or the, leave comment. The thought bubble? Are to the left. And then the airplane and the bookmark are to the right. I wonder if I need to update my app. Um, and so I was like thrown for a loop when I saw that. Um, see? That's different. Yes. Hmm. I must need to update my app. I don't know what the deal is. Um, but I was like in a mild panic because it's like, where's my airplane? I can't find my airplane. <laughs> um, the other day I tried to start a new group on Instagram. I <laughs> To send a person's Instagram to them. 
And I had, does this make sense? That's to two girls that I'm friends with. Yes. And I wanted to send a mutual friend's Instagram to them. Obviously, I was making fun of it. Uh-huh. Um, and then it didn't send. And then I was like, oh, shit, what if I send it to her? Because we know I have a history of doing this. Yes. Um, but nothing happened. And I don't understand why... It didn't work? It, do, it didn't work. Hmm. But I didn't send it to the person that I wanted to make fun of. So that was a success in my book. <laughs> you dodged a bullet yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know something that I wanted to talk about this week. What happened? Ugh. Can we just talk about the word tribe? And I know that I probably should save this for a, a words word, and right? phrases part two. Mm-hmm. But damn it, everybody... I got to. Yeah. Everybody is talking about... Love my tribe, love my tribe. And guys, your coworkers are not your tribe. <laughs> yeah. And if your coworkers are your tribe, I'm sorry for then your that's life. a sad existence. <laughs> like, listen, guys, I might actually have a tribe at my place because I work with my husband. Oh dear. But and I like my coworkers and I would not be ashamed if they heard this. I'm not in the I'm not in the closet with my tribe thoughts. Like, they're not out there hunting and gathering for me and providing me shelter. Like, I'm doing that by my own damn self, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm over it. Get a new word. It's so of the moment. It's it's No, it's again, not it's of the trite. moment. It's five years ago. Yeah, I'm over it. It's banal. I've been over it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so 2000 and late. <laughs> um, okay, so it's, I'm going to transition coworkers, right? So I read this thing. I think it was on Vice, where um, they were talking about these wedding gripes. And, Do they um, copy us like everybody else does? Well, they didn't use the word gripe. <laughs> but a woman said that her boss invited her to the wedding on the condition that she paid for her own plate. I saw this. Yeah. Like, somebody, and maybe in Washington... Is it in Washington State? I don't State? remember where it was. That was trying to raise like $1,500. Oh, no, 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 no. So that, that leads me to story. that. That's another story. Okay. No, this is in Canada. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Bridezilla. Bridezilla, crazy. Her name is Susan. She's in Canada. Okay. And um, she's having this wedding, obviously. And um, it was canceled because she requested all the guests to buy in to her wedding $1,500. I mean, that's freaking crazy. Yeah, don't have a wedding. Don't if have you a wedding. can't afford it. So, so they sent the invite first, right? And then they sent this request of 1500 bucks per person. No, I think it was per group, perhaps. I think it was per group, per couple, whatever. And um, they received only eight RSVPs back. The people that said that they would come. To this. And pay them. And pay, yeah. And then so... And it was her mom and siblings. Mom and dad. <laughs> um, she said, how could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? We'd sacrifice so much and only ask each guest for around $1,500. <laughs> um, what world is she living in? Right? So she said, we were fucking livid when only eight people RSVP'd. This is all on her Facebook that she's writing this. How was this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer of, it's like 3000 bucks that they were going to give. Um, and suddenly more people backed out, including the maid of honor, my best friend since childhood. That's because she... My second family. She 
is clearly of the right mind that you don't pay to go to a wedding. Right. But the the maid of honor said that she would, but then it got out of control. And then she went on this rant on Facebook. Is she still with the guy? No, they the- broke up. He broke up with her. She needs to seek mental yeah. help. Yeah, and even like, and she was just unapologetic about the whole situation. Like, these people ruined my life. I cannot believe that all these people turned their backs on me. It's like when that's happening, look inward. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at what's going on. You're the common denominator in all this. Does she listen to the great? I her think name? she should. Susan. Her name's Susan. Susan. Her name is not Susan. <laughs> Susan in Canada. Right. I, and the thing is, the, so... Somebody forward this to her. So all this happened. People said, I'm, I'm not coming. And then her ex, her, her now ex, suggested, let's just get married in Vegas. And she went off on him because of that. That's ridiculous. I'm, I want to be a Kardashian for a day, and then I'll go back to being my normal self. Wait, did she use the She used that word. Oh, God, help yeah. us. Oh, <laughs> Lord of mercy. Um, yeah... She's stupid. Yeah, I just think that that your your perspective is completely fucked. Yeah. If this is what you're you're ca- causing a mess over, mm-hmm. you know, you're okay. making about the wedding and not the marriage, right? Agree. Um, you dodged a bullet, sir. He did. Yeah. Yeah, and he knows it. Um, speaking of crazy people, let's go. Yesterday, I was in the car and I was listening to NPR and for a full 20 minutes they uh-huh. talked about a new dysmorphia. Have you have you heard of Snapchat dysmorphia disorder? That is a thing. Oh wait, wait. so I'm going to guess that it is when you think that you actually look like your Snapchat filters. It's when you take <laughs> yourself with a Snapchat filter uh-huh. to a plastic surgeon and say, make <gasps> me look like this. Stop it right now. Plastic surgeons are seeing this. And are they, they can't be doing it. Well, they're saying, um, obviously, if it's like, make me look like a dog or a deer or a bunny, oh, okay, right. then they're sending you to the psych ward. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, this is what I want my nose to look like, or I want my eyes to look bigger, uh-huh. like there are things that you can do based on like filtering. But if it goes... Barring a filter. In real life, you're saying. Yes. Um, but they're now, like, on the on the lookout because that's, like, the the body... Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia yeah. disorder. Uh-huh. That it's kind of going toe-to-toe with that. And so it's another thing that they have to look out for. And, guys, here's what I think. None of y'all are as attractive as you think. <laughs> Even with the damn filters on. Yeah. So why spend all that money? Um, it's so funny because there is a woman I follow on the gram. Mm-hmm. I follow her because she's funny. She's a comedian. Sure. And, um, like, I know what she looks like for reals. Mm-hmm. But every time she posts a selfie, which she does quite a bit, like, her jaw <laughs> is, like, not there. And, she, you know, she's filtered to fuck, which is whatever. But, like, every single picture is like that. And so she clapped back at these guys that were talking about her in her comments. Like, oh, this is the person I was telling you about that is really funny, but she messes her face up on on Instagram all the time. And I was like, I see that, and I agree with you. I didn't say that, but I saw. And she, and she went off on them. Like, you don't know what I look like, da-da-da. It was, like, this weird... 
weird conversation was happening. And she, she shamed them for talking about her in her comments. And her face looks messed up. Like, no one's chin looks like that, sweetheart. Mm, it's I just this see. weird thing. Yeah. I'll show you. I want to see. Mm-hmm. I'll show you offline. Um... I mean, yeah, this, it's I mean, just, uh, <laughs> 2018. I'm so Here confused. we are. I'm so confused. Um, and then the other thing that I was really happy that yesterday happened because I got some good fodder for today. Uh-huh. Um, after I was listening to Snapchat dysmorphia disorder, I was going down Greenwood Avenue, mm-hmm. which for those of y'all that don't live in Seattle, this is like a a busy road, a main arterial from getting to South Seattle to North Seattle and vice versa. There's a woman pushing a stroller and also has a baby strapped across her chest. This is a four-lane road, right? Mm -hmm. She... It's busy, yeah, yeah. ...is not at a crosswalk and she's darting in through the middle of traffic and holding up her hands to stop people. Okay. And I was like... So she's like jaywalking she's and jaywalking. like just stopping people with her arms. Well, pushing a stroller and also a newborn baby strapped against her yeah, chest. That's not solid uh, choice making. I was like, this bitch right here. You can't walk to one of the many crosswalks, many lights uh-huh. along Greenwood Avenue and cross the street. You are endangering your life. And I'm guessing those are your children's life. If she was a babysitter. Yeah. More importantly, those kids' lives. Yeah. Yeah. Man, she pissed me right off. That always makes me... I, I get sketched out when I see that. Like, well, like uh, someone in a stroller, like, running across because cars are coming. Yeah. Or the middle of the street. Those, yeah. stro- those stroller wheels are not to be trusted. <laughs> um... It's just also the entitlement of people in Seattle that think they can cross the street mm. and cars will automatically stop for them. I actually got into a Facebook fight about this. Recently? <laughs> no, this was a couple years ago uh-huh. where um, I was complaining about people in Seattle on Facebook. This is not my finest moment <laughs> about how people just assume they don't look and they just assume that they can walk out into the street. Well, they can. They might get hit. But. Exactly. <laughs> Assuming that they're not going to get hit yes. and they don't need to look as they walk out into the street. Yeah. And um, I posted about this in a little bit of a rant and said, you know, you need to make eye contact. You need to look. Yes, yes, yes. I agree and, with all uh, that. Um, yeah. Some people said no. The driver always needs to be aware and the pedestrian's always in the right. And I'm like, bitch, what do they teach you in kindergarten? <laughs> look both ways. Look both ways before you cross the street. Yeah. My my thing is just like don't add to the chaos. If you're jaywalking across a a busy street, such a good way to put it. It's creating chaos. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like of course I'm not going to hit you, or try not to. Right, Um, but you're not contributing to making the world a safer place for all of us. That is. That's deep, you know. That's my that's my yogi friend Kai. (laughs) Um, Okay, so speaking of bad choices. Uh, my girl, Jenna Jackson. Which one? Okay. She was um, given an award from BET's Black Girls Rock mm-hmm. uh, event uh, last week. Um, and you know, I'm on that Janet tip right now. She got a new song out. How's it performing? It charted really great. She broke the top 100, which is good for her, mm-hmm. you know. Um and she wasn't Jimmy Fallon. She killed it with her performance. So people are, like, vibing her right now, right? Yeah. So she steps out last week, and um, 
when I saw what she was wearing, Uh-oh. I was like, what is going on here? Okay. <laughs> so my girl, Janet, she was wearing, the, the first uh, picture I, pictures I saw, uh, her dress looked black. It looked really heavy. There were some florals on there. She likes that capey look, I feel like. A lot of material. <clears throat> this is a gown. Okay. okay it's, it's a full-on gown. Um, the first thing you notice is that like her hair is looking cray. It's like slicked onto her head, mm-hmm. but then there's like a it looks like a like a branch or like a broom handle sticking straight up out of her head. Okay, so and that's her hair. She's serving up looks, got it. Right. So it's it's severe. And I'm like, that dress, I don't get I don't know what's going on. It doesn't look right. Right. So my girl Crystal and I are like just talking about this. And she says, Oh, it that that top part isn't part of her dress. So what happened is that Janet is wearing a a body harness. For what? So think BDSM. Okay. Okay. So it looks like her rib cage is in a cage. Okay. And then it, as I'm looking at this more, the gown is from Christian Siriano. Oh, our boy. Our boy. He is, who's the winner of season four, Project Run- Runway. And he is known for making gowns. He can make a gown. I'm like, so I'm like, why is this awful? And it's not the gown. It's her styling. Yeah. She's wearing a body harness. And so it kind of accentuates her her bust. Yeah. Right? And then at the neck, there's she's wearing a collar with these big spikes coming out of it. <laughs> okay. So that's, so I'm like... It's awful, yeah. right? And so it's not cute. And so we're looking at going through his, his gram, and we see what the dress is supposed to look oh, like. Oh, gosh. And it's actually lovely. Of course it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, because Holly Robinson Pete, remember her? Mm-hmm. So she wore this gown at her event, and it looks like a completely different thing. And then so Chris was like, I bet Christian is going to, in some way show people what it's supposed to look like. Because <laughs> he's appalled. And guess what? He did. He did. Yesterday, he posted on his Instagram the dress on a mannequin in his, like, work studio, like, how it's supposed to look. And he said, and, and he was really tactful about it. He was like, a dress fit for a queen, and he tagged Janet Jackson in it. So, so he was shading her, but he wasn't shading her. That Do is... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love this Instagram drama. <laughs> it's kind of hot, um, and I got to show you what the the gown looks like. Um, we should post it on our, our Instagram so people can see what we're talking about. Um, you know what I wish? What? Is that it was easy to freaking regram. Why is it so hard to repost? To repost. Oh, yeah, I know. That is so stupid. Just go off on my mini tangent here while so you're looking her up. Here's what it looks like. So that's how she wore it. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. It is strange, right? It's severe. And then this is what it was supposed to look like. Different. Gorge. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Why did she do that? I know. <laughs> but I just love how that Christian was like, I'm just going to. Show the people what it's supposed to look like. Because it got a lot of exposure, yeah. you know? And he was like, I am not going down for this. That <laughs> stylist needs to be fired. <laughs> it's going down for real. So, yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> I want to play something for y'all. Okay, so let's chat about uh, politics a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking... Uh, I have some stuff on Senator McCain, but what's more interesting to me to talk about today mm-hmm. is Andrew Gillum in Florida. Have you heard about uh-huh, him? Uh-huh. So we're excited for him, right? He's the first black gubernatorial candidate, came up from behind, mm-hmm. um, 39 years old, super progressive to the left, super lib, right? All right. So he won the primary. Now we've got the Republican guy mm-hmm. who is heavily endorsed by Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some advertisements um, preceding the primary election um, with him teaching his son to build a wall. Um, wow. His daughter teaching her, she's young, teaching her how to say, like, make America great again. I mean, he is like. He drank the drum Kool Aid. Oh my gosh. Well, the reason why he. I don't know. I guess his uptick in the polls is because Trump like tweeted about him, and then his percentage-wise uh, polling went up. up. Yeah. So, um, let's see. He was interviewed on Fox News. I know where this is going. Okay. Let's just let's listen to this. I hope I have it queued up correctly. This is a, Florida elections are always competitive, and um, you know this is a guy who, although he's much too too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And you know I watched those Democrat debates; none of that was, was my cup of tea. But I mean he performed better than the other people there. So so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist. Yeah, let's stop right there. Uh The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up. Now, everybody from the left and actually from the right is talking about how this is a racist dog whistle because of the the aforementioned monkey this up. And then he's like, no, 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 coming Mm -hmm. out. That's not, I can't believe that y'all would think that this is a a racist comment. So it's just a coincidence, even though you were showing your son how to build a wall, making your daughter say, make make America great again. This was just a one-off. Correct. Mm -hmm. But here's my thing about this. That's not a phrase. Right. <laughs> monkey this up. Have you ever heard anybody say... I have not. We can't monkey this no. up. The only Muck mon- it up. The only monkey phrase I know is quit monkeying around. Mm-hmm. That's phrase. Or quit that monkey business. <laughs> quit okay. that monkey business. But what did he say? Monkey it up. We can't monkey this up. Yeah. Um, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> Mr. Rick DeSantis. Yes. And... Nobody. I just think it's so transparent. You oh, know? beyond. But like, no, he's not only is he a piece of shit, he's dumb. People that align themselves with forty five usually go down in flames. Yeah. So I realize like he has to, you know, Brown knows it right now because he got a tweet, mm-hmm. which I can't even believe I'm saying this. <laughs> this is two thousand eighteen. <laughs> he got a tweet. Like, it's disgusting, and I think that. Uh, now I'm going to be, you know, in full force. Like, maybe when I'm in Florida in a few weeks, I'm going to go start canvassing for Gillum <laughs> on my vacation. Um, yeah. No one's buying the fact that that was not a veiled racist comment. Such a... You know. 
Um, Disgusting. But, yeah, so, but you had a McCain thing, you were saying? Oh, just um, Senator McCain, you know, he passed last week. And I just want to know is, can I invite people to my funeral and disinvite people? Because that's the thing. What happened? Sarah Palin is not invited to his funeral. That's hot. Nor is President 45. That's hot. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a thing that one can do? Or do you just have to be a decorated war hero, lifelong politician? Because I'm and into it. moral. You know. I just think, what, so I hear what you're saying. What I want to jump off on is, like, I don't know the person. I don't know him. What I do know of him, that he was not on my side. He was not here for me. He would. He did not support women's rights. He was a prisoner of war in Vietnam. Five years. That's um, a long time. And I, yeah, and I hear that, you know, he could have been released, but he would not leave without his brothers, right? His other um, veterans that were with him. Um, but he was also racist. He said that he hated those gooks. He did. And he would hate them until the day he died. Um, he was not here for gay rights. So my thing is, like, people want to get their glow up and say, John McCain, oh, my gosh, I want to honor him in death. That's fine. I don't want him to, you know, be in hell. But he was not my people, mm-hmm. right? So I just think it's so funny that, like, is Donald Trump going to get this, this these accolades? Because just because he's de- dead now, that we have to honor him just because he died. You know what I'm saying? It's that kind of, I don't know how to wrap my brain around everyone coming out and saying that he was this amazing person. Because I didn't think he was that amazing. I'm, I'm sorry for his family that he's dead, mm-hmm. and I don't wish that on them, but sure. um, I just feel like the, the sentiment of his death, it, it's kind of lost on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think anytime somebody of importance, quote-unquote, dies, you know, it's almost like we feel like we're obligated to make a statement and have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I was... I have a cold, heartless, unfeeling heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt a sadness when he died, even though I have no connection to him as a politician or, you know, a person. I think it's just, I generally feel sad when people die. And it's you know, it was fast. It was right. like he stopped uh, getting treatment, and then the next right. day he was dead. Yeah. Um, the one thing that, you know, people have rallied around McCain in recent months, years, is his willingness to go against his party and talking about President 45. But sometimes I don't feel as much respect for that when you don't have anything to lose. Right. And the thing is, like, you know, there was, um, he was credited as the, the decisive vote. For the healthcare repeal. Yes. But why? Because he was the last person to vote. Like, that seems arbitrary to me. No, it's not arbitrary, because if he had voted yes, it would have been repealed. I know, but, like, what if he voted first? This conversation would not be happening with him. It's arbitrary in that he voted last, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that it was actually... Republican women that voted more for this and they didn't get credit for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think it's semantics. It's like, it's like, 
it's just an odd perspective that just because he was the one that he was late to the polls, I don't fucking know, to, to vote. <laughs> he like, wanted to be dramatic with it for sure. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't think that that matters. Mm-hmm. People made it matter, but I just don't. Like his voting record does not impress me. Mm-hmm. He definitely made some questionable choices that he did come out and and talk about as regrets. Yeah, um, I think in the... Because he ran for president twice, right? 2000 right. and 2008. He introduced us to fucking Sarah Palin. He introduced us to Sarah Palin. He like, said, that's not cute, y'all. He said that was a regret. Um, one of the ones that hits me more close to home is in 2000 with the Confederate flag on the South Carolina State House mm-hmm. debate. Mm-hmm. He said that he was in favor of leaving it up, which he then went on to say later that was he regretted saying that, mm-hmm. that he, the only reason he ever said that was to win South Carolina. See? That's yeah. fucked up to me. That's Politics are all fucked up, yeah. man. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, I, I, I'm sorry for his family's loss. Sure. But it's not a loss for me. You know what I'm I saying? Know. People die every single day. Just because I just think that he was famous. And that's why people are trying to, you know, ride on the, that, that coattail. You know, like, here's a picture of me with John McCain. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's a whole thing that I I also want to talk about. But this reminds me of a conversation I had with Spurgeon when Strom Thurmond died. Uh So we were still living in South Carolina at the time, and um, both of us, me and Spurgeon. This was, I think, the year after we graduated from college because we were living at home. And Strom Thurmond is, like, a well-known racist South Carolina senator. Uh And when he died... uh, all of the cable, all of the channels were just Strom Thurmond coverage. Mm-hmm. And so Spurgeon called our cable provider, mm-hmm. and he said, Strom Thurmond didn't do anything for me. Can I have my regular program? Okay, <laughs> preach, Spurgeon. <laughs> That's what cracked me up. <laughs> um, I feel that sentiment. Yeah. So, again, freaking John McCain dies, and then every... Celebrity that I follow on social media is talking about Senator Right, McCain. because they think they have to. I don't understand why. The why. Yeah. yeah, even non-celebrities that I follow are like, rest in peace, John. Well, yeah, like I just don't get that. But also talking about their meeting with John McCain. Is it uh, look at me? Don't forget about me today. Situation. It yeah, it, John McCain died, but don't forget that I'm here still. That's what it seems like. You know what I mean? And I sent you that article. From the New York Times about like the narcissism, I think. Yeah. And it it also referenced Madonna in the Aretha Franklin tribute. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that the right person? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, just real quick about Aretha Franklin. So she had an open casket service, and people came out to see her. Do you see that picture at all? Mm-mm. Oh my God! So it's open <laughs> casket. You can't. I mean, I think that it was like a. a they weren't supposed to take that picture, whoever, whoever said it, the TMZ. But it's a picture of her open casket um, from behind. She's in a red dress, and all you can see is like her, her ankles are crossed, <laughs> and her red shoes are like just there. And it's just like, she's a lady. She's like, <laughs> I, she was specific about how she wanted to be posed, in her casket. See, these are all things I want to do. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, it's just one picture of her laying there in repose. I love it. Ankles crossed, red shoes, a blazon. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah, when I die, I want to invite certain people to my funeral, disinvite others. I fucking love it. And I definitely want to be posed. But I'm getting burned. Damn it. Well, you can do it after. You can... Oh, so I can be... Yes. Oh, okay. A viewing first, <laughs> and then the cremation later. Because y'all know I'm trying to say fly. I, When I die. Um, On to the... Uh, do you have other stuff? I have one more. Okay. I just want to tell the ladies of L.A. County, <laughs> Southern California, that y'all can breathe easy again because they have apprehended the Dine and Dash dater. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you know about this guy? No. Okay, so 45-year-old Paul Gonzalez um, lived in, in L.A., and he would go onto the apps mm-hmm. and match okay. with women. Cool. Right? Yeah. So then he would invite them out to a fancy dinner for a date. Oh my gosh, no. They would all like get together. The, new it place. the, the hot it place with the, the hot chef, right? And so he would have dinner with them. And then these women would say it was super normal, right? Like he would order dinner, he'd order wine, <clears throat> and then would take a moment to excuse himself to go to the bathroom or he'd get a phone call. Mm. So he would excuse himself. And then the women are just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. He does not come back. Right? He is dashed. He's dashed the date. Okay? And then so, like, there's, like, an incident where, like, a waiter was like, is this the first date? He's like, uh-huh. She's, and she said yes. And he's like, that guy, is not, he's, not, he's not outside. He's gone. Right? <laughs> and then so what happens is either the women, I think there were, like, eight women who ended up paying for the dinner, the entire dinner themselves. Yeah, you have to. What else are you going to do? The restaurant would also foot the bill sometimes. Oh, that's nice. I know, right? So, so he's been apprehended? So since March, she's been headlined since March of this year about about this. And like people, his face was out there because this was happening, right? Um, but authorities say he's been doing this since 2016. But wait, it's illegal? How um, illegal? Because well, he's being charged with ex- Swindling? extortion. Um, it was ten felony charges, including seven counts of extortion and one count of grand theft. Okay, one of his victims told the news station, "He's a very handsome man." Is he handsome? His eyes are absolutely gorgeous. Are they? I feel like she wants. She'd be open for a second date with this guy, <laughs> even though she got fucked <laughs> over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's not my thing at all. Um, uh, Do you have his picture up? I oh, no, don't. these are just I'll, your notes. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's out of control. He, he pled not guilty. And if he is convicted of this, he could face 13 years in a state prison. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Were those dinners worth it? I mean, it was fa- fancy. You know, he got that steak on. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. It's too much, right? Oh. Yeah. But y'all, he's been apprehended. Swipe away. <laughs> it's okay. And so I know, here's many... the thing. I know that they're making it about them. Like, oh my God. You know. Because I could, can't you imagine that? Like, someone being like, oh, I feel really bad. And yeah, it was. it's about me. And it's not about y'all ladies. It's about this guy being a creep. <sighs> so. Let me make it about me for a second. <laughs> How many times can one dine and dash without getting arrested? You know. Well, I mean, I like. I might invite you to. But meal. would you report it though? 
that's the thing. I don't think that people had the wherewithal to report this yeah. as a crime. They were probably embarrassed about being stood, stood up. up. Yeah. You know? Like, he ate that meal, and then he left me with a goddamn check. <laughs> like, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's my business. That's what I got for y'all today. Oh, man. We had a lot of pre- Pre-business oh, yeah, today. Oh, here's his picture, by the way. Yeah, he kind of looks like Bobby Cannavale. Oh, oh, I could see that. Who you... Who but, I'm... like, his little brother. Yeah. Not as built, not as handsome. Yeah, I know yeah. you like Bobby. Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> Cannavale, yeah. That's 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 like it. So, today we're just doing, you know, Kai and Allison's take on the Black Klansman experience. Yeah. The whole experience. The whole thing that we went and saw last Friday. We had a date last night. It was super fun. Um, and... Are all movie theaters now, like, doing the reserve seating? Um, I don't know. Because that's... I'd say the last few times I've been to the theater, yeah. 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 Um, What do you think about that? I appreciate it. You do? Uh, Because guess why? Because it cuts back on the chaos. Oh, yeah, you don't like chaos. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, though, is that when I was trying to buy our tickets... um, it's just two of us, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a, a cluster of seats that that were three seats. And they wouldn't let me pick those because they said you can't leave an empty seat on either side of you. Do you know what I mean? So that was a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Because in the car, I was like trying to get those tickets, and I couldn't do it because of that very reason. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit odd, but whatever. So Black Klansman, we see it on the second weekend or the third weekend that it's out. Maybe the third weekend that it's out. I don't know. Um, We have pre-selected our seats. Yes. (laughs) We're sitting there. And I feel like people came in really late. They they really did. Right. So it was at 7.30, I want to say, 7.20. 7.20. And no one was there until like 7.18. It's true. That's what it felt like. It's true. Um, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, these people come in and they sit right beside you, and that annoyed me. Beside me. Yeah. Like they had purchased tickets, and they knew that somebody was sitting in that space because you can see, you know, which tickets are available, mm-hmm. and which seats are available, and which aren't. And they chose to sit right beside another human being. Where are we? Oh, but here's the thing: it was already crowded, though. Like when I bought my tickets, it wasn't crowded when they sat in sat down. I mean, maybe the tickets were purchased, but like, I, I mean. didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I was just like, out of all the seats, <laughs> like when I'm at a movie, I just want to sit beside the I person be that I island. know. I want to yes. I don't want to sit beside other people. I get it. Mm-hmm. And the people that, that were on the same row as me, they left a seat in between us. They did. Yeah. Yes. So. I don't know how that, that they managed to do that. I was very jealous of them because they had a lot of candy. <laughs> and that's one of my gripes. Because I couldn't eat candy because I was doing the sugar-free detox. Yes. That was that was honestly, out of the two weeks that I did it, mm-hmm. one of the hardest moments of You were well composed. Because you, you mentioned it, but you weren't like going crazy. Well, do I ever act crazy? You can act like hell fool. Uh huh. I don't act crazy. <laughs> I always act the same all the time. <laughs> the only way you know is because I'm verbalizing it. Yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was tough. I usually get Whoppers or Raisin Nets mm-hmm. or Reese's Pieces. Yeah. But now I just have to sit there and listen to other people chewing ridiculously <laughs> and getting annoyed that people were sitting beside you. Um, but they weren't next to me, next to me. Yes, they were. I'm so confused. No. And Who was they, next to me? That stupid couple that got up. That, that was next to you. No. Oh, you're right. There was next to you. You're right. Yes. Yes. So they sat next to me, which I didn't mind it because I expected it. Okay. It's going to be a full theater. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. What was surprising to me, because they were big people, mm-hmm. that they're like, they, did, they, sat, they, they had been sitting for a good 10 minutes. Solid time. Before the movie started. And then they decided that they weren't comfortable in those seats. And they thought it was close enough to the movie beginning that they could swap. Choose another seat. Like, the doors had closed on the airplane. No one else was getting in. Let me go find the free seats mm-hmm. and sit by myself, right? Mm-hmm. So, they get up, and as they left, the guy says, we're just gonna give you guys some more elbow room. So and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Get it, right? But I'm thinking also, these are pre-assigned seats. Where are you gonna go? How do you know? You know what I mean? Like, people are still coming in. So then we had to get up. Get up. Let them out. Let them out. Um, Smell their candy. (laughs) So then, um, movie starts. Mm -hmm. People are still trickling in. Mm -hmm. Like, with alacrity. Mm -hmm. They're they're coming in. Yep. Y'all know where this is going. What, 15 minutes into the movie? We had to get up. Get back up. Let those fools Let back those into fools their, seats. Back in their seats. And they were back at square one where they belonged. <laughs> that wasn't like to me. I mean, it was an odd choice, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? People are coming with their seats up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just annoyed me all around. <laughs> there were several people in that movie theater mm-hmm. where I was like, have you never been to a movie before? Like Who? Uh, the the people <laughs> on the row in front of us, uh-huh. they were just like, oh yeah yeah yeah, just giggling and laughing. They were feeling their outs at the movie theaters, and they mm-hmm. were just like, oh okay, you sit there, honey. You yeah, sit yeah, there, yeah, honey. Yeah. Okay, it I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go be. I'm gonna be right back. Right, and like, oh, bitch, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, she like announced every single move that she made. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go get a drink, and then I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving these people southern accents. <laughs> yes, I, I recall now. And then there was a guy that was confused. He started climbing up our stair aisle. And then he realized halfway that there was no exit <laughs> on that side. So I had to go all around the theater to the real exit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. So now let's get into the movie. The movie. The first thing I want to know. Yeah. Don't you think Adam Driver's kind of attractive? And more and more. I know, it's such a He started weird... off as a zero for me. Zero to hero. Zero to, oh, sure. <laughs> What's your name, baby? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the first time I saw him was on Girls. Yeah. And he's a dick on that on that show. Sure. But I didn't watch it further. The whole thing. Yeah. So I just thought he was like, a, 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 he's awkwardly unattractive to me mm-hmm. on that show, in that scene that I saw. Yeah. Um, and then I saw him in Star Wars, and I still wasn't feeling it. Um... And then when I saw him here, I was like, hey, baby. Because you like a lumberjack. Not, I mean, I like an array of men, sweetheart. <laughs> Not just a lumberjack. Hey, don't speak down to me. The lumberjack <laughs> trope, I'm into it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I also like, 
businessman. <laughs> I like, you know, the jock guy. I like the queer arty guy. Yeah, I get, like, I don't discriminate. Okay, you don't discriminate. Got it. Y'all yeah. hear that? But that lumberjack thing works for me. He was very lumberjacky in this film. With his red flannel. Did you notice I just said film? I'm putting on my art critic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I've always thought that he was oddly attractive. And it's like, even at the beginning even of in, his career. Even in girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's strange. Yeah. But I just love him and his kind of nasally voice. Mm-hmm. It's a little sarcastic. You yeah. know, I like that sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Um, his hair's a little, like, real bushy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have such a type because he's tall too. Every time I see um, John Krasinski, I'm like, hey. Hey, baby. He looks exactly like, like Aaron. Aaron. Her husband. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about it. Obviously, I, if unless you're living under a rock, I mean, it's a black police officer in the 1970s in Colorado Springs. Which is a conservative, the most conservative area in Colorado. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what my boy Phil tells me. Because okay. he lives there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, he infiltrates the KKK. He's the first mm-hmm. black police officer on the squad. Because of an affirmative action thingy. They make it seem out. like it's basically his third day right. on the force. He has no experience. And he's reading the newspaper. And he sees an ad for the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. And he's it's like, interested dial this number so he dials the number this is what I'm confused about mm-hmm. if they're advertising in the newspaper with a phone number yeah why in the movie is it depicted like it's super secretive and shady and who are you and what's your affiliation because I think that they were just they the clan at that time were trying to vet people like they wanted to get a bigger group going um, but they also had to like you know it's the marketing thing. They got to get their, the face out there, mm. <laughs> you know. But I and I think that in their naivete, that they thought they could vet people um, in their own shrewd, shrewd way, mm-hmm. and it really didn't work for them. Oddly, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a black guy that called up, mm-hmm. you know. And that's the, the funny thing about this is like is that a, a, the movie a part of the movie for me was passing, like he could pass for white because he didn't quote unquote sound black, yeah. right? And in the movie, the the clans folks were like, yeah, you can tell a black guy from what he sounds like. Ara, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the that's ad- a part of the movie. I'm not. I'm not insinuating anything here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They said that in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't make that up. Yeah. Um, and then the Adam Driver character, his name's Flip. He has to go undercover in real life because as obviously Ron as Run Stallsworth, which is such a funny name to me. It really is. Um, because he is white, and he has to play the part of Ron in the face of these Klansmen. His passability is he is white, but guess what? He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he can pass as white. He just has to take off his Star of David that's around his neck and just not mention it at all, mm-hmm. right? And he has to say things about Jewish people right. that are very derogatory. Right. And he has a moment, and he talks about it with the real Ron Stallworth, where he's like, I've never even thought about being Jewish. Right. I just was always a white guy that nobody knew was Jewish. Exactly. And so he had his, like, 
coming, his moment of reconciling with who he is. And he started off, though, by... He was angry that the real Ron Stallworth, the black guy, was so obsessed with this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's the difference between you and me, is that you're obsessed with this, and this is just a job to me. For and that kind of insinuates to me is that he could pass and he could hide in the background and not bring up his his ethnicity and his roots because he is white and that's a privilege that that he had. Whereas real the real one he can't not be black, right? You know what I mean? So and then it evolved into this moment where he's like having more clarity. Yes, like what that means. Oh yeah, I am Jewish and. I have to. I do take ownership of that part of me. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Because if you, and that was another confusing thing. If if the Judaism was never really a part of your identity, then why would why are we a star of David? Sure. Right. Yeah. And so the biggest thing for me with this movie is, like, I never felt easy. And I, I, there was always again this this tension. Mm-hmm. You like it's it's, you know just rot with racist words and things and but it it kind of ping pongs back from being absurd like ridiculous to being dangerous back to absurd and then dangerous do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like the way that they would talk it it was absurd and and funny-ish but not funny because Mm -hmm. it's like you know the underlying casual racism racism of it yeah, and then it would be dangerous because like there was a point in, uh, in the movie where he, he has to like throw a rock through the the window mm-hmm. and then run to distract. Yeah, yeah, because he thought like the guy was in danger or whatever. And and, and there's that crazy tension that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So it's that's that spectrum of racism that that is absurd, but also could kill you. You know, it's hard for me to articulate how I felt about the movie because yeah. I tried to I tried to talk to you about it a little bit after we left the theater. Um, but it puts everything that we're experiencing today in terms of racism. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what I just played earlier with the guy that said we can't monkey this up. Like, on such a broader historical scale that I'm unable to see right now because we're living in it. Mm. That's, I guess... That is pretty articulate, if I do say so myself. <laughs> because we're looking back at the 1970s and, like, affirmative action and the Ku Klux Klan being more open and out. Um, but then it's, like, flash forward the, the parallels 50 are, years, yeah. and look, we're still here. Yeah. And what are we going to be looking looking at this period of time in another 30 years? Yes. Um, because, you know, and... Is it Spike Lee or Spike Jones? Spike Lee. So, obviously, there were very uh, tongue-in-cheek humor moments. Right. Where they said, um, one of the KKK guys was like, I just want to make America great again. Mm -hmm. And, like, referencing to where we are today. Right. um, And you're just like, holy shit. Like, this is actually, this is reality. And it was the past. And And that is coming from the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it made me wonder, because the audience in there was mostly white. It sure was. And what does that mean? Does it mean anything? Right. 
and that's something that I was thinking about too is that um, it's a, you know it's it's a white audience through the lens of a black director. Um, the whole thing was uneasy, and I feel like that was his point. Mm-hmm. I do. I I because like the thing is like, was it the funniest movie I've ever seen? Uh uh-uh. uh No. Was it the best acted? Was it the most dramatic? No. But it left me still with a very uneasy feeling because mm-hmm. here I am sitting like one small chip and really white cookie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and just observing like when they laugh and how hard they laugh and when they clap. And it just Because the audience clapped at a certain scene. It, and it just seemed so... It did too um, cued up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't... It, again, it's, a, it's, it's uneasy for me. Yeah. But I feel like that was his point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why... For me, it, it was a successful movie. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm glad that we spent our Friday night doing that. It's still weird, and I don't know how to articulate it. One thing that I was bummed about was we had to be at Charlotte's daycare by 10 p.m., and we had to leave early. Oh, just a few minutes. I know, but it was like the end of the movie, and it was, you know, the KKK at a... Um, Cross-burning scene where they're shouting blood and soil, and then it pans to the Charlottesville... Tiki torches. ...demonstration (laughs) that happened last year where they're shouting blood and soil. And so then I I had read that uh, he, you know, did these kind of racist things at the end of the movie, so I knew the movie's up, and I was like, Kai, we gotta go, we gotta go to daycare, get Charlotte. And, um... But I, I feel like... I kind of, I knew that that was the end, but I feel like it definitely would have, like, I wish I'd seen it, mm. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of tied everything together. Yeah. In a... In a tight little package. In a you. tight package of where we really haven't gotten anywhere, have we? <laughs> right. But I think that we have, No, we too. have. I'm just, I'm being dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I mean, and, and it just... You know, there's different layers of this movie and the characters. Like, he's a black police officer, and he, you know, connects to the Black Panther community. And um, how he has to hide that part for a while, because it's his job to do so. And how he reconciles being both a police officer and a black man who is trying to find justice how he can in a world that is not for him. Well, and then at the end... um because he ended up outing a couple of um, army army folks uh, that had right. stolen explosives. Right. Um, so he, there was an FBI investigation that he aided in that. And then also um, he messed up a plot to kill some people that were in the Black Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but none of that could be released to the public. Mm. He had to hide it and cover it up. Right. Because it just, this was not of the times to... To create that to kind of change. To share this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Because you're like, I just did all of this work and risked people's lives and right. saved people's lives and did this good thing and it has to b- maintain secrecy. Right. Um, so again, just uneasy. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the point that Spike Lee was trying to get at. For me anyways. The other point is, how come Denzel's son doesn't look like him? He sounds like him, don't you think? 
I, there's like a timbre to his voice. I, just, I don't know. It's like they do not look like they come from the same family. Has he been in other things? Not I've never, I've never seen heard him of him until this film. Didn't even know Denzel had a son. Yeah, no. Where did he come from? Yeah. Who knows? Is he the father? <laughs> All right. Um, Anything else on the black clams, man? I mean, that's really my thoughts. Would you recommend it? I would, just to get co- uncomfortable with this conversation. Because you have to have it. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, at all woke. If you're trying in to the be society. woke. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd go see it. You don't have to see it in the theater, though. You know, go to Redbox. Yeah, so then people don't have to sit right beside <laughs> you and make you stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Um, um, next next week, week, we're talking about bad bosses. Right? Bad boss, yes. Isn't that what exactly. we decided? Uh-huh. Um, Have you been a bad boss? Oh, yeah. Have I been a bad boss? Yes. What's your bad boss stories? <laughs> if you want to share your bad boss-ness experiences. Every single boss I've ever had. Is a bad one? Is a bad one. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> um, That's an overstatement. Send us some email at the gripe gmail. The oh Gripe Lord. Podcast at gmail.com. Oh Lord. The Gripe Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Holler at us. Rate us, review us. Slide into our DMs. That helps people find us. Stalk us. And we will see you next time. <gasps> Bye-bye. Bye.